0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Know Your Worth podcast. My name is Makisha Watson and it is an honor and a privilege to be here on today this you coming on here was not by accident, but it was purposely divined by God for you to be here and to listen to this podcast on today. Thank you for listening. I do have an encouraging word that I want to put on here on today just to remind you and to strengthen you and to give you power to keep going by faith and by hope. I had the opportunity to preach this message Sunday past on September 22nd in Waterbury, Connecticut, and it was a blessing. And I pray that this will be a blessing to you as well. The topic is take the risk. Take the risk risk and the scripture for backup is 2 Timothy chapter 1 and 7. It says in the King James version for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In the message it says God doesn't take us to doesn't want us to be shy with his gifts, but bold and loving and sensible. Apostle Smith Wigglesworth said this powerful quote, I am not moved by what I see. I am not moved by what I feel. I am moved by what I believe. I can get more out of God by believing him for one minute than by shouting at him all night. I am a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside. Your inner man needs to be as strong, if not stronger, than the gift and anointing God has given you to carry on his ministry in the earth. From the time we are born, we don't even realize it or there has been times that we have taken risk. Some of us took the risk of learning how to ride a bike, learning how to swim, trying out a new position on your job, witnessing to friends and family, um, maybe going into a new relationship, or maybe public speaking for the very first time. I remember when I was in the fifth grade and we began um, to start playing instruments. And one of my goals was I wanted to play the clarinet. That was my goal. I didn't want no other instrument. I wanted the clarinet. But the problem with with, with the clarinet was number one, I really couldn't um, really blow through the hole properly to let the music come out. And number two, my fingers kept going through the hole. So the teacher was advising me you know maybe you should try the violin at first i was not interested in the violin not interested because that was not what i wanted i fussed cried about it i was like this is not what i want i don't want it but i took the risk and i did it and by the time that i hit the eighth grade i was the best violin player in the whole district just imagine If I didn't take that risk, I would have not have gotten the reward of being the best violin player in the district. The definition of the word risk is the potential of gaining and losing something of value in an intentional interaction with uncertainty. So when I look at the word risk, I think of possibility, chance, probability, gamble, jeopardy, or wager. You know, at my job, I work at customer service desk um, as a customer service representative. And, you know, I see people come in, you know, taking the risk of playing lotto and scratch offs. And, you know, the world take risk, even if it's not right in the eyes of God. You know, they take risk of playing lotto, hoping that they will make all this money, but they take the risk Because there was a purpose in front of them. And that purpose is, I want money. But they take that risk even though it ain't right in the eyes of God. And then here we are as children of God. And we play safe and we stay safe when we have all that God has for us at our fingertips. But since we are his sons and daughters, when we take the risk in God... The question that we have to ask ourselves, what do we have to lose? And the answer to that is nothing. Because in Christ, everything is everything is there of what we need. Gideon was a military leader, a judge, and a prophet. But yet, he was fearful, he was scared, weak, and full of doubt. When the angel of the Lord came to Gideon and told him that he was going to save the people from the captivity of the Midianites, Gideon got very terrified. He said, I can imagine in my imagination how he was going like, little old me? <laughs> Listen, I'm the smallest one of the tribe of Manasseh and you want me? You choosing me to set the, to set the people free? No, God, you must be mistaken. You must be talking about somebody else. Nope, not me. I'm not going to do it. Sorry. (laughs) I don't think I'm the one. But how many of us act just like Gideon? God tells us that I will be using you to heal your family. Or he said, I'll be using your singing gift to break forth deliverance. Or I'll be using you to preach to the nations and set captives free. But yet we allow ourselves to stay in that comfortable position because moving to the next level is stretching us and making us uncomfortable. Great things never came from comfort zones. A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing grows there. When we begin to stay in our comfort zone, after a while, we get stuck. And then we eventually become stagnant and won't be able to move nor grow. Gideon and other people in the Bible, also ourselves, like to give reasons and excuses on why we can't do something. We give off excuses saying, I'm too weak, I'm too strong, I'm too short. I'm too tall, I'm too dark, I'm too light, I'm I'm not bold, I'm too shy, or I'm too bold, I'm not eloquent, I'm not smart enough, I'm too old, I'm too young, I'm not rich, I'm poor. We give so many excuses. But always remember God is the one who accomplishes his work through us. We are to be dependent on him. God loved Gideon so much that he went and stooped to Gideon's level when he kept asking God for signs if it was really him. And then on top of it, throwing fleeces in the equation. This shows me how much God really and truly loves us. He loves us so much that he will get to our level. Just for us to understand and to help us build our trust and faith in him. So that when he speaks to us, we don't have to worry if it is him. We will know it is his voice and that we will take the risk. Listen, if God tells you to do something, then go on ahead and do it. It's very very dangerous to disregard God's voice when he tells you to do something. Sometimes the risk that God tells us to do is protecting us from something in the future. Sometimes the risk is going to be beneficial to others. But always remember, God knows best. Sometimes God might tell you to take the risk to cut a friend off, or someone in a relationship out of your life. A lot of times we can save the headache and the heartache if we would just listen and just take the risk and trust the Lord. If God had told you to do something, then he's going to lift you up. When you get alone with God and you start knowing his heart, you will begin to have more confidence within you. You will understand God's love better. And once you understand his love, then fear will begin to diminish. From my personal experience, I've seen God make a way when there was no way. I've seen God make a way when I didn't have food on the table. I've seen God make a way when I didn't have the money to pay a certain bill or my rent. I saw God make a way when my ex walked out on me. I saw I was I saw how God make a way when there was just no way impossible thinking in my mind that this <laughs> God was gonna do it. It was it was it was to a point where doubt could have crept in and almost crept in but I've always seen for myself that to the point when it it felt like I was already uh, I was in the gutter and to the point where okay this is it (laughs) I'm washing my hands with it I'm throwing in the towel I'm done I'm all set that's when I see the hand of God and he made a way but Don't worry about what you don't have. Don't worry about not being like everyone else. Just be yourself, be unique. You know, I used to love watch Fear Factor and Fear Factor was one, back then was one of my favorite shows. And I would watch how these people would actually take risk for money. They would take risk of doing crazy things and silly things for money. But that was an inspiration for me because you know, when you take a risk, you take a risk because there lies a purpose in front of you. When you take a risk of jumping into that business, you take that risk because there's a purpose in front of you, when you take the risk of of, of writing a book to become an author, you take that risk because there lies a purpose in front of you. When you take a risk of opening up a a, a beauty salon or a nail salon, you take that risk because there's a lies a purpose in front of you. When you take a risk of, you know, of going to college and succeeding, you take that risk because there lies a purpose in front of you. You know, in the Bible, Jacob when Jacob and the angel, when they were wrestling, Jacob had a purpose. He said, Listen, we, 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 we're gonna wrestle all night, but you have something for me, and I'm not gonna let you go till you bless me. I'm not gonna release you until you give me what is mine. I'm not gonna let you go until you give me my blessing, you give me my miracle. The woman with the issue of blood, you know, she was broke, she had no money, she she had this issue. This 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 health issue for 12 years and she had no more money to give to these doctors. And here she is laying on this bed weak, and it was nothing but the grace of God that even through 12 years of her losing blood that she didn't die. And here she is finding out Jesus was passing through. And she knew in her heart she needed a miracle. See, back then in those days when you have health issues like that, they call you unclean. You can't leave. You can't, you can't touch nothing. But she took a risk by not obeying the law because she said, listen, I need to be made whole. I need, I need my health back. I need my body back. I need my wellness again. And she took the risk. She didn't care what nobody was thinking. She didn't care what nobody was wanted to do. She, I think was to a point where she didn't even care if they was going to stone her to death because she, she had a purpose in front of her. Healing was in front of her. And she knew that even if she couldn't speak to him, she said, if I can just touch the him touch the bottom of his robe the bottom of his garment I know I can be made whole so in this season take the risk because you cannot afford not to because God moves by faith not by our emotions Take the risk even if you have friends. Take the risk even if if you have to lose friends. Take the risk if your husband don't believe. Take the risk if your wife don't believe. Take the risk if your family stays. Take the risk if your family walks away from you. Take the risk if the congregation applauds. Take the risk when the congregation stays silent. Take the risk when your circle cheers you on. And take the risk when your circle is few or none. None at all. Take the risk. Taking risks sometimes means being vulnerable and opening up. There are going to be times as a believer when you are going to have to be vulnerable. God might lead you to open up and share something that is going to be a blessing to others. Sometimes we should share our faults and struggles. God wants you to share testimonies not keeping them to yourself. I remember when my ex-husband walked out on me and I remember when he wanted to leave. And in my heart, I didn't want him to leave because at the end of the day, who, who, who goes into a marriage and want a divorce? But after a while, when I began to pray and seek God's face, God gave me the permission to release him. Now that was a very critical situation for me because when God had told me to release him, um, I I had a dead end job. I didn't have no money. I was struggling and God was like, listen, do you trust me? You don't need this man. You don't need it. I got you. Do you trust me? I am your source. I am the one. I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. I am that I am. I am Elohim I am your God I will take care of you you are my daughter I would never let you down will you trust me and it was to a point where my back was against the wall and I had no choice but to trust him let me tell you something it was not easy I was I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that taking the risk is not gonna be just very easy sometimes taking the risk is not gonna be easy sometimes you might be like oh my goodness maybe I made a mistake but let me tell you something you didn't make a mistake as long as taking the risk is in God and God gave you the green light and say, go ahead, daughter, go ahead, son, God will always make sure he will, he will make sure he will protect you. And so at that time, all I, all I could do was trust God. All I can do was believe in him. Even when I saw something in my eyes, totally different than what he was telling me, but I had to remember the promises of God. As I get back to the text of Gideon, after God had cut Gideon's army down from 22,000 to 300 men. And see, God did that for a very reason. He did that because if he had let it stay at 22,000, they would have thought that it was them who won the battle. But God allowed it to be 300 so that he could get all the glory. So during the night, God instructed Gideon to approach the Midianite camp. And there that's when Gideon overheard the Midianite man telling the dream that he had that a loaf of barley of bread tumbled into the camp and causing their tent to to collapse and this was the interpretation that God has given the Midianites over to Gideon. So when Gideon heard he returned to the Israelite camp and he began to give them instructions. He gave them a trumpet a clay jar with a torch hidden inside and he divided them in three companies, 100 each. And Gideon and those 300 men marched on the enemy's camp and he instructed them to blow the trumpet, gave the battle cry and light the torches. And as soon as they did that, the Midianite army fled. That day Gideon understood that he was a mighty man of valor all along. It just took him on that day to see it for himself. The one thing about God that I love about him so much is that he calls you as he sees you even if you are not there as of yet. God called you to be a preacher he called you to to, uh, as a prophet he called you to be a businessman a a businesswoman he called you to to whatever God has planted on the inside of you from the time that you were created in your mother's womb because he calls you who you are even if you don't see it as of yet he's going to call you because he he created you and he knows who you are Before Gideon even ever decided to take a risk, he was called a mighty man of valor. You know, when I did the study on the word risk, I was doing the study on the word risk taker. And one of the words that I was um, studying that came up in my study was valor. So here we are, God already telling Gideon, you a mighty man of a risk taker. So he, God was already speaking and telling him who he was before he even realized who he was. God was just, God just kept speaking it. It took Gideon to realize and connect and begin to walk into who God was calling him to be. See, when we don't take the risk, it can be detrimental to our destiny When God allows us to be impregnated with purpose and we don't take the risk to birth it out, it can cause a spiritual miscarriage or a spiritual stillborn. We have to stop making excuses on top of excuses on top of excuses to go to the spiritual abortion clinic and killing our purpose that God has desired for us to give birth. God don't have us on earth just to walk around. We were created on earth for a purpose. So many of us are going back to the grave. We come, we are born, and we got the purpose within us, and we go back in the grave with the purpose. But the purpose of us being born is to birth forth that purpose in the world, not to go back to the grave and have the purpose buried with us. Faith looks while faith jumps doing nothing doesn't change your current situation. See, worrying and being afraid doesn't change a thing. It just stops us from getting what we desire. One of the most painful things in this world is living with regret. You don't want to say to yourself, oh, I wish I would have taken that chance. Fear is only as deep as the mind allows. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something, you will never know if you never try. It's riskier not to take risk. It's like someone who has felonies and never take the risk of looking for a job because they have the no one's going to hire me anyway mindset. Some do everything they can to find a job. So you have to ask yourself, who is more likely to find a job? The one who's searching or the one who's not searching? Who is more likely to succeed in their business? The one who wakes up at the crack of dawn, busts their grind, does research and do the work until the breakthrough comes, or the one that is not making any moves? Who is most likely to be the best-selling author? The one who takes the challenge and type 5,000 words a day till the book is complete, or the one that sits back and say typing is too much? You have the same vision, but mad that somebody else is doing the same thing that you thought about. Nelson Mandela said this quote, it always seems impossible until it's done. See, when you don't take risk, you are settling for nothing. It's either you take the risk and at least try to go on with your daily life and do it or go on and don't do nothing about what you believe that matters. See, God has given us all different talents and we should all be investing our talents for his glory. You have the opportunity to change your entire future, but what you do next is critical. It's time to take charge and take a risk. Imagine if Martin Luther King Jr. never took a risk. Imagine if Malcolm X never took a risk. Imagine Colin Kaepernick never took a risk. Imagine if Rosa Parks never took a risk. Imagine Milton Hershey, who was bankrupt six times before he became a millionaire, never took a risk. Imagine if President Barack Obama never took a risk. What if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego never took a risk with King Nebuchadnezzar? What if Paul, Apostle Paul, who was shipwrecked, bitten by a snake, what if he had never took a risk? What if Michael Jordan never took a risk of playing basketball? What if Serena Williams never took a risk of playing tennis? What if TDJs never took a risk of preaching God's word? See, in this season, it's time to take risk or lose the chance. If you want it, go for it. Take the risk. Don't always play safe or you'll be sitting back wondering because it's better in oops than what if. Faith means taking a risk. It means taking a risk. There's a difference between risk takers and bench warmers. See, bench warmers sit. Risk takers get up and go. Bench warmers are comfortable. Risk takers get uncomfortable if stagnant. I refuse to be a bench warmer. I'm a risk taker. You have to always remember God's past faithfulness. Whenever fear is hindering you from trusting in the Lord with something he wants you to do, then remember his past faithfulness. If God has done it before, he will do it again. Don't allow Satan to cause you to think that past testimonies were a coincidence. Think back on how faithful he's been to you. Ask God to allow you to see what he has done in your life. Psalm 77 and 11 says, I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. See, when it comes of taking risks, you can either lose or you can gain. There is a time to take risk. And then there's a time not to take risk. See, there comes a point that you have to use discernment. Because it's perilous to try to force God to work in our activity instead of us being involved in His. So when you're taking risk, it's it's amazing, it's beautiful, but make sure it's in God and make sure that you seek Him and He gives you the green light before you go. Because we we must examine and inventory our heart and check to see if we're being led by ungodly motives. So I just wanted to encourage you on this, on this on this morning of taking the risk. Listen, if you heard from God and God made it very clear to you, he, 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 done, he done showed you in dreams. He done showed you in visions. Um, he done had people came and spoke to you, uh, as a confirmation, then maybe it's time Maybe it is time to take a risk. You know, Joseph took a risk when he told Pharaoh the interpretation of his dream. Esther took the risk when she found that her people were going to be put to death and she went to the king. Peter took the risk when he saw Jesus walking on the water and he went out and he did the same. Rahab took the risk by letting Joshua's spies hide in her home because she knew they were men of God. Nehemiah took the risk when he asked the king for a leave of absence to go build the wall. The four lepers took a risk when they said that if we stay here, we're going to die. But if we go to that land, we might die too. But at least we're going to die trying while getting over there. Noah took a risk and built that ark because he knew the flood was coming. Abram took a risk when God told him to leave everything behind and go to a land. The boy with the five loaves and two fish took a risk knowing that was his last meal, and Jesus turned that last meal and stretched it and fed 5,000 people with baskets left over. It's time to take a risk. It's time to take a risk. It's time to take a risk. I stopped by to tell you, don't procrastinate no longer. Don't procrastinate no more. Take the risk and expect results. Risk takers get out of their own way and out of their comfort zones. When you take a risk, you are dangerous, you are a threat, and you are hazardous to the enemy. See, when the enemy sees that you took a risk, you become a menace to his society. You gotta ask yourself the question, what risk are you facing? What risk are you facing? The biggest risk taker of all was Jesus. Jesus took the risk of being betrayed, beaten, spit on, mocked on, carried a heavy wooden cross, hung high, pierced on his side, died and rose again. See, the bad news was that Jesus took the risk for our sins that he'd never done. But the good news is that Jesus took the risk so that you and I could have grace, mercy, and eternal life. He suffered so that we wouldn't have to suffer. Ordinary people take extraordinary risk. It is a risk not to take a risk. Never let your fear decide your fate. With every new level we go, it requires us for new risk see when you risk it all in him I promise you I promise you you will never lose you will all ways win I hope and pray that this word encouraged you on today I just want to leave a short quick prayer Father, we thank you right now that whoever's listening to this podcast, Lord God, whatever dreams, whatever goals, whatever desires that is in their heart, that they want to succeed. I pray, Lord God, Jesus, that you'll give them the faith. I pray, Lord God, that you'll give them the encouragement. I pray, Lord God, that you will give them the strength and the green light to go. I pray, Lord God, Jesus, whatever that's on the inside of that needs to give birth, that in this season they shall bring forth and it shall be birthed in the name of Jesus. We thank you in advance for those that are taking the risk. We thank you for those that have been sitting on the bench for too long and they're now making a decision to stand up and get out of the bench and do what they have to do for you. Father, we thank you in advance. We thank you for the greatness. We thank you for the opportunities that's getting ready to come forth. We love you. We appreciate you and we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope and pray that this message, this, this encouraging word was a blessing to you. Remember, take the risk. If God gave you the green light and God says go for it, go take the risk. Trust him. Trust him even when you can't trace him. He got your back. Love you all. God bless.